Trump, yeah, yeah, Trump has uh, has said that the Taliban will use trapped Americans as hostages, and he's he's completely correct. It would be completely correct. Let's listen to some of his interview last night, Justin. Of course, let me know because I'm I'm streaming this from Hannity, not from uh, from Paul Watt, Joseph Watson's site, Summit.News, so we might not get it. But let me know. Here we go on the Bear Brief on the Crusade Channel. 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, thank you for being with us. Let me go back. I want to get, I've had a number of people tell me. I cannot stand Hannity. Tell me that there were very specific conditions and very specific warnings that you gave personally to the Taliban. Joe Biden is trying to blame you. I want first to give you an opportunity to respond to that, your assessment of what's going on. And what was that conversation to the extent you feel you were able to share it with us? Well, it's good to be with you, Sean, but it's a terrible time for our country. Uh, I don't think in... I mean, Trump obviously is stressing. Did y'all see his hair? I gotta... Let me screenshot this sucker and put it in the chat room. This dude's hair is all over the place. I mean, his hair is not really good to begin with, but this is just legendary. All of the years our country has ever been so humiliated, I don't know, would you call it a military defeat or a psychological defeat? There's never been anything like what's happened here. It's, uh, you can go back to Jimmy Carter with the hostages. We all thought that was a great embarrassment and we were pulled out of that by Ronald Reagan. This is uh, many, many times worse and you're dealing with thousands and thousands of Americans and others that are stranded and very dangerously, really stranded. In, Afghanistan. So it's uh, it's something that you, you can't even believe that a thing like this could. I looked at that big monster cargo plane yesterday with people grabbing the side and trying to get flown out of Afghanistan because of their fear, their incredible fear, and they're blowing off the plane from 2,000 feet up in the air. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like that. That blows the helicopters in Vietnam away. That's not even a contest. This has been the most humiliating period of time I've ever seen. Yeah, we had a great deal. We worked on it very hard. Mike Pump. Now, remember, Biden's whole thing, Biden's whole thing was that uh, I came into office and I got some ice cream and they made this agreement on May 1st and I couldn't. I don't know why it's a Trump one and I couldn't do it. So. I, I obviously had to leave. I had to do this rushed pullout. Um, and so it, it's one of these things where it was all done wrong. I'll say what I said yesterday. And I'll say it again. I'll say it. Say the way this thing was pulled out, you don't pull out the trigger pullers first. You don't pull out the operators first. You definitely, you definitely do not pull back the people that provide close air support. This whole thing would have been fine if you kept the pilots who provide close air support and about 3,000 troops. You definitely don't give up Bragdon Air... I, I'm going to keep saying it wrong, Justin. You can... Bragdon? Bragdon Air Force Base? You definitely don't give that thing up. You definitely don't give that base up. You don't give that base up. This whole thing doesn't happen. But no, it's Trump's fault because that's the magic cure for everything. Pompeo, a brilliant guy, and many others worked on it endlessly. Uh, meetings with the Taliban. Of course, you have to meet with the Taliban. They're the ones that you're negotiating with. I spoke on numerous occasions to the head of the Taliban, and we had a very strong conversation. I told him up. Can you imagine that? 
Hello, is this is this President Trump? You uh, you bet it is. We are going to take over the country if you guys come anywhere near our embassy. I will blow the hell out of all of you. I will send you to your 72 virgins if you come near it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> you know that's how the conversation went. It's the guy, President Trump threatened Kim Jong-un over Twitter. <laughs> you don't think in tight conversations when Trump, Donald Trump turns into a New Yorker? Ah, la, 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 we are going to kill all the Americans. I swear, if you come anywhere near my embassy, I will put so many hellfire rockets in your caves, and then I'm going to build a condo on top of them. Don't even come near it. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Ice cream Biden, they're taking friggin' selfies with, with frozen, for frozen cones. Front, I said, look, before we start, let me just tell you right now that if anything bad happens to Americans or anybody else, or if you ever come over to our land, we will hit you with a force that no country has ever been hit with before. I, I didn't even know he was going to say that. I didn't even know he was going to say that. <laughs> he said exactly what I said. I bet you, though, he's saying that's the that's the redacted version. You know, he's going to like, I'm going to stick his Hellfire missile so far up your blank. It's not even you're going to come out your nose. <laughs> For a force so great that you won't even believe it. And you're really and really we know where it is. And I named it where uh, where he talks about the re the hospitals. I want to interrupt dropped right there. You said this to who? Yeah. Who did you you said to that to who to Mullah Baradar? Who is? I don't even care what your name is, Mabula Baba. Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop four Moabs all over your desert. Probably the top person. Now, nobody really knows who the top person is, but I would say that's probably the top person, and it seems to be uh, that's the way it's rolling right now. But I had a very strong conversation. I also had a good conversation with him. We talked for a while after that. That was the primary point I was making, and he understood it. And I asked him, do you understand? He said, yes, I do understand. And I wanted them to get a deal done with uh, the Afghan government. Now, I never had a lot of confidence, frankly, in Ghani. I said that openly and plainly. I thought he was a total crook. I thought he got away with murder. He spent all his time whining and dining uh, our senators. I mean, the senators were in his pocket. That was one of the problems that we had. But I know he got away with murder in many, many different ways. But time and they're good fighters and they fight hard. And after I said that, we had to get to a pretty good point. conversation. Now, I have to tell you that if you remember when they were coming to Washington to meet with me, they decided to kill an American soldier because they thought that was a good way to negotiate. And I canceled the trip. And we had a conditions based agreement. And if you remember, it said May 1st, we want to get out because we have to get out. I've listened to people on your show and other shows say we should stay. They don't know. We, we were spending $42 billion a year. $42 billion. Think of it. $42 billion. I understand Russia spends $50 billion a year for their entire military. We were spending $42 billion, not 1%. They were saying 1%. That's a lot of nonsense. We're spending. I wish I wish Trump would tell us everything about this stuff now that he's out. I wish he was nonsense. We're spending way, way too much money in this stupid hellhole of a country. Two billion dollars a year on defending this for years and years. We've been there really now, not twenty years. Right? You just said forty-two billion a year. 
years, but 21 and a half years. And we get nothing out of any of these things that we do, whether it's them or many other countries I could tell you about. I'm not going to insult anybody right now. Ah, come on, do it, Trump. Yeah. But to spend that kind of money and then to have people get on shows and say how inexpensive it was. And I have to tell you also that we lost no soldiers in the last year and a half because of me and because of the understanding that we had. We lost no, think of that, in Chicago and in New York and in other cities in the United States, many people died. He also inherited secure borders and he also inherited- Come on. Because uh, Secretary of State Pompeo on this program said exactly what you did that there wouldn't be an exit strategy that didn't include the current conditions on the ground. And I have multiple sources, and you're confirming tonight, that it sounds to me like you told the Taliban. I don't know where this thing is. I don't want to play all 12 minutes of it. I had it, I had it locked in before. Um, but <clears throat> Trump did say, Trump did say it was a horrible decision going into the Middle East. I know the Bush family will not be happy, but I believe it's the worst decision in the history of the country. Um, and then Trump explained that he told all this other stuff, da, 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 da. Essentially, what's happening is, is all of that. Now that the pullout has taken place and all the war fighters are gone, and then they had to drop more of them in, because remember with Joe Biden's speech on Monday, I believe it was, Monday or Tuesday, where he said, it was Monday, he said, we don't want to, we didn't want to have to bring people back in, even though they are. I think it's the 82nd Airborne that's getting dropped in to try and rescue some of these hostages. Even though Jen Saki Atumi yesterday really looked like she was having a bad day, didn't want to be there, and somebody asked her, listen, I'm sorry, hold on. Listen, hey, is there any way we can get all these Americans out? But can you offer any guarantee to the Americans and Afghan allies that if they remain there past the end of the month, U.S. The end of the month. Troops will help them evacuate past the end of the month. Weisha, our, our focus right now is uh, undoing the work at hand and on the task at hand. Undoing the work at hand? You did this! And that is day by day, getting as many American citizens, as many SIV applicants, as many members of a vulnerable population who are eligible to be evacuated to the like LGBT Afghanis, I guess, airport and out. Not American citizens. Nope. Like the LGBT Afghanis. They got to get out. Transgender Afghanis. You got to get these people out on planes. Uh, and we're going to do that in an expeditious fashion. That is the focus of the president, of our secretary of defense, of our secretary of, of state uh, and everybody on our national security team. Uh, so that that is where we will keep our effort. Uh, Captain Soy guy, the national security advisor. That guy doesn't have a freaking clue of what he's talking about. And this is a headline from the Daily Mail UK. Defense officials say they'll save 5,000 a day from Kabul, but up to 40,000 Americans remain stranded. Taliban fighters closing on airport after taking all, all access points, which U.S. forces, which forces U.S. troops to negotiate with them who gets in.